0: If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano,
1: Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. In this episode of the Mind Pump, this is a bonus episode. We are releasing BONUS A brand new maps program. MAPS PED. This is for all of you crazy advanced consistent hardcore lifters all you guys that constantly write me mm, we know you exist that say things like i like to work out a lot i've got cra- crazy recovery ability i've been consistent i want to squeeze out my body's absolute potential i want to see what i'm peak. capable of
2: it's the peak of all maps programs
1: this is it this is a double split routine uh this stretched our programming skills but we put together what we think to be The most advanced MAPS program ever. Uh, So we talk all about it in this episode. Of course, because we're launching the program, it is on sale. MAPS PED, PED stands for Performance Enhancing Design. Design. Design is $60 off with this launch and you get a free MAPS PED t-shirt. These are limited edition. We won't make them again. So here's what you do. Go to MAPSPED.com to learn more or if you just want to sign up, Use the code PED60, that's P-E-D and the number 60, for $60 off. This sale and this launch with the free T-shirts ends Saturday the 27th at midnight. Uh, so that's it. Without any further ado, here we are unveiling un- our newest program, Maps P-E-D. Adam, what were you looking at earlier?
2: Uh, just now? Yeah. Uh, mm. the They just found out, or I guess uh, I just found out that, uh summer ray photoshop served photos oh, no
1: no way no right yeah uh, no i just was someone make a video on that or something it's yeah. not real
2: man yeah yeah i was just um i watch a couple of these guys that just that's they make a, a, a living off of putting out everybody on front street and uh it just popped up in my feed i was waiting for us to get on the podcast and i saw that yeah well, you know, the ve-
1: the backlash is it's coming and it's going to yeah the, the, the the they're
2: tightening it up right now. I really don't care. You know, it's not a big deal to me, but it's it's interesting to watch because the people that are doing it are also selling like fitness programs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's where they're going to just like that one girl. What's her name that we just talked about? Brittany Dawn. or Yeah. Whatever. yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the backlash that's coming from this. Um, I mean, it's here's the thing that's funny. It's already bad enough that you're not qualified to probably write programs for people in the first place, so that's already like. But you know, whatever, people are going to be foolish enough to buy from you based off of cute pics of you, and I think that's why it's pissing people off so much. Is like they got fooled into buying something. Nobody likes
1: to get bamboozled.
2: Yes, yeah, that's my word. Yeah, yeah hoodwinked. Um, so I, you know, the, these girls are photoshopping their butts and bringing their waist in and and making their body. And the funny part too is like Summer Rae is probably a really cute girl without all that stuff. It's like, and then you do that, yeah, mislead everybody, and then you sell programs. So, they've
1: well, been doing I mean, it forever, dude. It's, it, it's been in the mag- magazines have done it forever. Airbrushing, you know, they used to call it. It's just, I think that what we're gonna see is we're starting to see the tide turn on the whole influencer thing. Hmm. In fact, saying you're an influencer sounds it sounds
3: stupid now. Yeah. How do you differentiate yourself though? If that's like your only thing, I mean, you got to be pretty competitive with it, right? You got to know the little tricks and things to Listen, like I... grab and exaggerate your booty and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, right? Listen, I love it.
2: I mean, it's 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 really it's really it's really, <laughs> yeah. it's really good. Uh, and not, It's not good for the industry or the space. It's good for us business-wise. I mean, it's what the opportunity that we saw when we came in the space. It was, okay, we're going to provide all this free content. Eventually, it'll turn into a business. We'll monetize. Well, what will we do? The easiest option for us was to put out really good programming because it just didn't exist in our space. And that's not to say there's I wouldn't no,
1: even say it's the easiest. It was just we saw that there was a well it's yeah, the, it was, it's devoid
2: the, of it. It's the easiest for us. It's yeah. because what we've spent most of our career getting better and better at and I would say that um you know if there's an expert that we are at anything or any of us are, I would say it would be writing programs and writing programs for the general population that are that have specific goals, i.e. what this episode is is all about well too. it's
1: it's funny you're saying this because you know when i when I first created Maps Anabolic, I don't know seven years ago uh, with Doug, I knew that there were only two ways I could possibly sell this fitness program online. The first option was I'd have to get someone that just looked insanely ripped and muscular and good looking or whatever to sell the program. Or I'd have to build. And that's why you hired me. Yeah, that's why I brought yeah. Justin on board. I'd have to uh, build an insane amount of authority with good quality, valuable information. And so when we did Maps Anabolic, I was like, "Well, um, I'm not going to look like the kind of people that that you know I would want to to in order to promote it. In in a sense of the model or whatever. I got myself shredded, but I'm not going to be able to compete with these, you know, crazy looking models. And so the idea was, what are we going to do? And so, you know, a lot of, we threw a lot of ideas around, you know, writing blogs, writing a book, um, and then, of course, the podcast. And that's how people got, uh, you know, got a hold of our programs is by hearing us talk and hearing that the fact that we understand what we're talking about and we're creating programs that actually work. Um, and so that's just, but the other way is faster. Like if you're super good looking and, and you know, you can post hot pictures of yourself. You can get, you know, which is rare, but if you can do it, you can get a crazy following and then just sell programs like that. But I think that that, that era is starting to, I think, starting to see cracks in that. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, no, people are becoming becoming savvy to it. I think there's, there's a lot of integrity in the way that we laid the programs out, too. I think that we knew when we wrote uh, or when you created Maps Anabolic and then we created the first uh, you know, program together, which was maps performance. And then we went to aesthetic, we really looked at like, you know, the, the core areas that we, when we look back at all the clients that we had trained and thought, okay, you know, what, what type of programming is going to benefit, you know, 90% of the population that we're, we're talking to. Um, and that was kind of the order of operation when we wrote these programs. And, the irony is, is that it's completely opposite of what typically what people do. the The old formula is kind of what Sal's saying, where it's like, okay, find a way to get, gain a bunch of attraction, whether that be through sexy pics or for from funny memes or whatever. You get a lot of attention online, and then you write the craziest workouts. Yeah. You just write workouts that are the most
3: crushing workout possible that nobody could ever complete or super creative like
2: exercises in there that the average person has never seen before and so they are just baffled by wow this is i've never done this so this must be great and that maybe this is what separates you know her from me and and that is kind of the model now it's fleeting because what ends up happening is a majority of people that follow you know subpar program if you have subpar programming and your diet isn't perfect like the results are gonna be really really poor mm. um, now if you have per- a perfect diet and even a subpar program, those people should change which is the the small percentage of people that see results but if you have really solid programming that alone can carry a lot of weight and seeing somebody's body change and improve
1: oh huge you combine it with a good diet
2: then it's game over there's gold yeah yeah and yeah, that and gold. and that was the the secret sauce but now what's been fun with mind pump where we're at now is to be able to now go back and look at all the like niche categories yeah. of people like you know the strong man was such a fun program to write because it's like not everybody is getting up, going, "Hey, I want to train like a strongman." But there are people, yeah. and there are a lot of people that are just they want to test themselves. Your random, per average person that is curious about that way of training and what would it look like for them, you know. And so, uh, it's been fun doing that, and I'm excited about where we are right now. This is this is by far um, the most advanced, the most extreme, the most volume that we have ever put in a program. This is
1: about as hardcore as it gets. And and we we would not have created this program had we not already have created MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, MAPS Split, MAPS, uh, you know, aesthetic. And Um,
3: gone through the process of getting all the feedback from everybody that's actually been doing all of our programs for the last few years.
1: Right. Because now we have listeners, which is kind of cool now, right? We have people who have been following MAPS Programming, for years now. Yeah. For as long as we've been on the air, which is freaking awesome and rad. Some of them were first-time lifters, others were advanced lifters who decided to switch over to uh you know better programming, but they've been working out now for a, at least a few years following our programs. And so we have this this niche group of or we have people that message us all the time who are just hardcore as fuck and you guys exist out there. People yeah. who love to work out. People I mean they
3: live in the gym.
1: Believe it or not, the 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 number one almost the only complaint I ever got for maps anabolic was I want to be in the gym more than 3 days a week. Yeah. I want to, I like to be in there all the time. I like to work out a lot. Yeah. Um and and there's a lot of you out there. I was one of these people. I love being in the gym. I love working out and I will do what my body can handle and I like to train my body to the point where it can handle more and more and more. And I'm not afraid of doing that. And there's a lot of people like that out there that want to to dial everything in. They want to not just get their body to a really good fit muscular lean level, mm. but they want to get extreme.
3: Yeah. And they want to stretch the capacity.
1: That's right. They want to see just how far they can take their body. And these are people who are have been working out for a long time. These are people who are advanced. This is not... Uh, you know, this is not like, Hey, I've never worked out before. I'd like to see how far I could take my body. It's like, I've been working out for a while. I've done all these different types of training programs and modalities. My, I I know what my diet looks like. I know how to take supplements. Um, I want to see just how far I could take my body. And so we created a program for those kinds of people. And I'll be honest, this was a very fun program. Probably one of the most fun programs I've ever written because writing a workout for this kind of person is just fun.
3: Yeah, weren't you like going through this thinking of your 20-year-old self or like your, you know, your 25-year-old self who's just been in the gym living and eating, sleep and breathing in the gym and you know this is something that like you know if given that moment in time like this is a program that you're like, "Wow, man, this is exciting. This is something that yes. I would totally like jump you have the opportunity to try.
1: Now, here's the thing like, if you're the human body has a tremendous capacity for improvement and adaptation, tremendous. And it takes time, it does take time, and it takes consistent time. But the human body's got an incredible capacity for work. And if you don't, you know, people who, who debate this and don't believe me, go find a, a, a person who's been working, you know, eight to 10 hours a day in construction for 25 years. Go go do one day of work with them and see if you can last. And they've built their bodies to the point where they can just handle a tremendous amount of workload. Go go observe uh, modern hunter-gatherers who their day-to-day activity is more activity than you probably do in a month combined just because of the amount of activity and, and work that they do. The human body's got a tremendous capacity. I remember learning this about my body as I you know entered into my 30s and got really smart about my training. I realized that if I dialed everything in and was consistent, my work capacity was just up and up and up and up and it became quite insane. Yeah. And if you look at the, the way that, uh, I love looking at old uh, bodybuilders, uh, old strongmen and how they train. And the reason why I like looking at them is in those days, they placed a huge emphasis on exercise program. Like mm-hmm. if you go back in the 70s, and before, for sure, but definitely in the '70s, what they would call the golden era of bodybuilding, right? This is Arnold Schwarzenegger, Frank Zane, Franco Colum- you know, Columbo, you know, Chris Dickerson. I mean, these were. The Some of the best looking physiques of bodybuilding before it got just way insane mm-hmm. and crazy with the drugs. And you're the true
3: outliers of their
2: time.
1: Yeah. I mean, look at Frank Zane, for example. Well, Frank- there's a
2: lot of theories that these guys, uh, this was when this was the beginning of the end as far as like the program. Program became a lost art. And Absolutely. When, when back then it was very minimal steroids, it was the, the kind mm-hmm. of the minimal dose to take it. And then a lot of emphasis was put on the training protocol and the diet. And now we've come we have a you know, and we've had many guests on the show to confirm the theories that we have with this, which is it's turned into a drug culture. Mm -hmm. You know, now now bodybuilding has become, you know, what are you taking and all about pharmaceuticals and which has enhanced everything and made it crazier and crazier. But because of that, it's it seems that uh, the programming side of it, which has which got us to this era in the first place,
1: it's lost value.
2: Yeah, has completely lost a it's lot. It's of-
1: lost its value, and I would argue that at some point, the work capacity for a three hundred and twenty pound off season bodybuilder is not as high as two hundred and twenty or 230 thirty pound Arnold Schwarzenegger was back in the seventies. I don't know if they have that work capacity because of the sheer size of, uh, of their bodies. And they just don't, again, they, the, 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 the emphasis on programming, the, it doesn't have as much value back in the seventies. It was still bodybuilders would compare not steroids, but they would compare routines.
3: Yeah. Well that too. And it, it, didn't they also, I mean, they were getting, you know, real food sources and they were also like going out and getting sun and they were doing like everything possible, getting good sleep, like all these things that were like, um, you know, where we, we highlight the importance of them, but that like every single part of their day and routine was dialed in.
1: Dude, those guys were insane. Like, uh, I don't know very many, you know, look, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, pioneered the classic double split routine, for example. Now this was what he used to do because he got his body to train to a certain, to such a high level that he would go to the gym twice a day. He'd work out in the morning and he work on the evening. And the reason why he would do this is he found that he could hit his body with the right amount of intensity both workouts and in between be able to eat, rest and do other things. So he would have these two amazing workouts. Now Arnold Schwarzenegger, of course, Mr. Olympia during this period of time, other bodybuilders started to follow suit. And then you had other very extreme examples like Serge Nubray. He's that bodybuilder that even people today like to share pictures of him. I don't even know if they, if they know his name, but if you look this guy up, one of the most aesthetic physiques you've ever seen in your life. Big full chest, muscular arms and shoulders, incredible back, great definition, very small waist. Um, he would uh, he, he's like the classic bodybuilder look, you know, kind of like that Frank Zane look. Serge Noubray routinely would do seventy sets in a workout, like insane amounts of volume and crazy workload but he was able to shape and sculpt his body. And again, during that time, it was with minimal uh, anabolics. Same thing with uh, Frank Zane, Tom Platz, who later on became one of the top guys in the 80s. They really pioneered how you apply training to a body that is advanced and has been consistently advanced for a long time. And what they all did was they all did lots of angles, lots of volume, lots of sets. They all trained heavy, but they also took advantage of getting the the pump. And they also did again these double split routines because many of these bodybuilders were hitting their body, the whole body, okay, 3 to 4 days a week. In other words, they were hitting each body part 3 to 4 times a week, but they were also doing a split in in the sense that they weren't hitting the whole body each workout because of the amount of volume they were doing, it would be impossible. They would be in the gym for Three hours at a time, or whatever. So what they do is they break up the. They they would do the body part split, but then do a double split routine. So that in the AM, they'd come in and hit like chest and back, and in the PM, come back and hit the smaller body parts. Or if they were doing legs, for example, and they want to make an emphasis on the lower body, heavy compound movements in the AM, then come back and do more of the isolation type movements. These routines were brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Of course, the drawback is the amount of time that it took and dedication that it took to do this. Like you were in the gym two times a day, yep. but these guys were fucking serious. And that's, that's what they did. And the funny thing is we have, we have a pretty large segment of our audience. That's like, Hey man, I want to see what I can do. I want to see how far I can take my body, mm-hmm. which is why we set out. Yeah, and Where it, does
3: that line exist? You know, for, right. for the individual. And I think that like people have been thinking about that. If you've been putting the work in year after year, um, and you know, you've had great results, but you're like, I wonder what it would look like if I even stretched this a little bit. And that's, that's, right. that's what we we're, we we're flirting with that. Well, we have to talk
2: about what we think are a lot of the benefits of running a program with this high of volume and then splitting up the workouts. Yeah. Like why, why is this, why can this be so beneficial in comparison to a traditional, you know, body part split or a traditional full body type of a workout? Okay, so
1: what they, what, so when you see study here's a couple of things right when you see studies on potential benefits of post workout nutrition here's where this plays a big role if you lift let's say let's say you're going to work your whole body in one day but rather than doing it all in one workout you do it in two workouts one of the benefits is post workout after the first one you can feed the body take advantage of the fact that your body's really trying to utilize nutrients it becomes more sensitive the second workout to do that again so you actually take advantage of meal timing. This is when that kind of makes sense. It doesn't really make sense if you work out once a day, splitting hairs. But when you're working out like this, then you start to take advantage of these cool tricks. The second thing is the amount of energy that you have for both workouts is much better. It's just much better to work out. If you're going to do a big workout, it's better to break it up into two workouts because you're going to come back the second time around. More energy, more strength, more motivation. And the third thing is studies will show Across the board, it really doesn't matter what workout uh, modality you're doing. For example, they've done studies on cardio where they'll compare someone doing you know, an hour of cardio a day versus doing cardio twice a day, 30 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes at night, or someone who does an hour of stretching versus 30 minutes of stretching in the morning, 30 minutes of stretching at night. Anytime you spread it out this way, it seems to have a more favorable uh, result on the body. The cardio, for example, shows more fat loss um, uh, doing it. Part of it may be that you just have more energy and you're burning more calories. I've experimented with all day workouts in the past. You guys remember those, right? Oh, yeah. I've done like four or five of those where I'll go, uh, you know, I have a whole day to myself. Usually it's a weekend and I'll say, okay, I'm going to do three or four exercises. I'll do three sets of each and I'll do that every other hour. So I'm talking about not even doing two workouts. I'm doing something like four or five workouts. And each one lasting about 15 minutes. The results I get from those is insane. The strength things I get, I, I, every single time I do those, I feel like I build muscle, which is crazy to say considering I've been working out for so long. I don't feel blasted and sore the next day. But if you look at the total volume, if you look at all the work that I did, there's, not, there's no way I'd be able to do that in a single workout. In fact, if I did it in a single workout... I would overtrain. So here's the irony of this. The irony of this, you can handle more volume if you split up your workouts. Right. That's the irony. If you were to do a you know 60-set workout all at once, the risk of overtraining and doing too much is higher than if you did two 30-set workouts. Now,
2: you, you saying that, I, I also mm-hmm. want, though, to explain to people because I already know that this is going to be a question and I want to be very transparent that this is – what I did a lot of times though. So when I got towards the end of competing, uh, the I was at my max volume ever in my life. Like I'd never trained four years so hard, so consistently scaling month over month uh, to reach the point that I had reached when I had the, was at the professional level. And at that level, I was doing more volume than any program that we have cur- currently written right now. This is the uh, closest thing to what I was doing at the very end of my career. Now, the difference was, uh, one, it wasn't, it wasn't the three of us sitting down and programming this together. So there was little different things that I had focused on for my, my specific body and weak parts and yada, yada, yada. But I, my goal was to try and get it in like a two-hour workout. But a lot of times what would end up happening is, you know, as I'd go through and speaking to your overtrained feeling, I've been doing this for a really long time. So I could kind of, f- I can feel when my body's had enough, right? Like I can just tell like, okay, today and, and what made a difference on that, the way I was fed, the way I slept, the way I had trained from the previous day, some days I'd be able to combine what we have written in our AM PM workout and an entire workout and feel amazing, great and power all the way through it. Other times I would be training and it would. I, would, I could feel just my body fatigued and my body telling me like, okay, this is too much volume in one workout. And then I would split mm-hmm. and I go, okay, I'm going to come t- I'll come back later on tonight and finish up the mm-hmm. rest of uh, the rest of my routine. So I kind of had this blend of, you know, this routine, but sometimes it would be combined with the AM PM workout. And then other times it would be split in half. I'd even done sometimes when I was like full bodybuilder mode, where I'd go split it in three. Sometimes I would go if I had a weekend or a week where I was off. It was a spring break type of deal or whatever, and I had I didn't have anything to do all week. I would do I would break it up in threes. I would go work out early in the morning, go eat, go relax for a little bit, come back in the afternoon, work out a little bit more of the routine, and then relax. Come back later in the evening, do it again. So, I want people to know that we structured it structured it in a way that we think is most optimal or most ideal for the max benefits from it. But that doesn't mean that you can't still, again, like every program we talk about, to be able to modify for your lifestyle and adjust it. Um, so if there's days where you may not be able to get to the gym twice in one day, you could combine all this. Now, again, speaking to your point, Sal, I think it is most ideal. Uh, and you'll get the most bang for your buck to break it up in two if you can. But I also understand the reality of that sometimes it's tough to get back to the gym a second time.
1: It's like a it, it really it's a fascinating um, I dare I say, I hate using this word, but I'm going to. It's like a. it's like a hack. It really is. One of the things that we have to juggle as uh, dedicated fitness enthusiasts, okay, This is something that you have to juggle if you're really advanced. And you're very, very serious about working out. The biggest thing you have to juggle is your capacity to handle the load and the volume that you're throwing at your body, your, your, your recovery ability. That's the biggest thing you have to juggle. If you could move that in the direction of being able to handle more, then that means you're able to push your body even further and get better results. And this is the game. This is the game. The game is, what can, this is by the way, this is why anabolic steroids... Are so damn effective for some people. It's not that the steroids themselves are super effective at building muscle. That's part of it. The other part of it is a
2: constant uh,
1: signal being sent all day, and And they they, their capacity for work goes through the roof. So now they can push their body harder and do more and more. And so splitting up your workouts is this type of a hack. Like I said, when I did these all day workouts, if I added up the total amount of sets that I was doing for the whole day, Mm -hmm. it was something like seventy something sets. If I did that all in one workout, I would be fried, I'd be fucked, I wouldn't be able to sleep, I'd be so sore I couldn't I wouldn't be able to move, and it would not have I would and not have gotten the 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 benefits of it.
2: To that point, I think it's important that I do mention that cuz I I forget that not everybody has been listening to Mind Pump forever and I I was openly on anabolic. So it's important to know that when I talk about handling that much volume, pushing myself in an entire workout like that and being able, and feeling great still. Uh, and I one I was on anabolics. Two, I gradually scaled to that volume over the course of almost four years. So uh, I definitely think that that's important to note that this is this is advanced. In fact, we even some one of the things we discussed this this month coming into it was you know normally when we do a program launch we just do a program launch we don't have any specials we don't have any sales or anything else like that but we all agreed that. We, what we didn't want to do because of this program could be very appealing to a lot of bodybuilder people or people that want to push and train their, their body that to that level. We highly recommend that you run like split before something like this to mm. set you up for this much training. So, right, right. you know, we did split 50% off all month long to encourage somebody who maybe listens to this episode or finds out that we've just launched MAPS PED and they're like, oh, shit, I really want to do that, that sounds awesome. And you haven't done any other MAPS programs it's definitely before. a
3: prerequisite to this program.
2: Right. Yeah. I, yep. I do think that's a, a good first place to start and then evolve into the PED. Yes,
1: sure. I, and I would, as with any program, whether it's one of our programs or any other workout that you're doing, you also always want to listen to your body. And if you're, mm-hmm. if you're like, this is too much, take a break, scale it back, take off some days or reduce the intensity, reduce the volume. Let your body kind of yeah. guide how this goes. This is
3: literally the Mount Everest of our programs. I, right. mean, like it, I mean, it takes like an entire year of, of dedication. I mean, I'm sure it takes years of like planning to get to that point where you reach the top of Mount Everest. And, in, you know, in terms of like us trying to structure something where, you know, you have like a definitive goal of like the ultimate body, the ultimate physique that you're trying to build. You know, there there is a level that you can ratchet up further, but it takes a, a lot of fucking discipline and a lot of time to get there. Well, so.
1: look, we talk about this all the time, right? The, the 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 minimum necessary stimulus to give you the the maximum result, right? We've said it in other ways, but we constantly communicate that. Here's what happens as you get more advanced. As you get more advanced, that minimum dose continues to grow. What got your body to improve when you were a beginner? will no longer get your body to respond when you're intermediate. In fact, it may actually cause you to regress once you get to a certain point. It's too little. It doesn't do anything for you. It worked when you were out of shape. It ain't going to work for you now. Well, a lot of people, when they get to that advanced level, where they've been working out for a year or two years consistently, missed no workouts, they're getting good sleep, they're doing everything right, they're working out hard, they're at a level where to get their body to even move another inch or two, It takes some serious planning. It takes some serious programming. Now, one thing you could do is just keep adding volume to your workouts. But at some point, you're going to hit a wall. How do we get past that wall to get your body to continue to change? You got to get smart. You got to get smart with your programming. You got to start to figure things out. And this is where some of these tricks make a lot of sense. And one of them is splitting your routine up into two workouts and following what the bodybuilders of the golden era The peak of bodybuilding programming did, which is these kind of body part split type routines, which is what this program looks like. Now, besides that, there's a lot of other things in this program that we've applied to our other workouts that just fucking work. One of them is phasing. Phase your workouts. Always phase your workouts. Always train for particular types of adaptation. Um, And what I loved about writing this program was I was able to pull from my arsenal of all, my, of all the information that I've gathered through all the decades of following bodybuilders and looking at advanced routines. And we were able to throw some of the stuff in this program that we haven't shown in other routines. For example, there's a version of a superset known as a compound set, which I love. I use them all the time, but we really haven't programmed compound sets in any of our, our programs. A compound set is a superset with two opposing muscle groups. Opposing meaning on opposite sides of the body, or each muscle, the action of that muscle causes the other muscle to stretch when you contract it. So, and, the, and Arnold was a huge fan of this. Arnold, in fact, one of the, when I was a kid, I read an article where Arnold said he loved to superset uh, pull ups with bench presses. He Massive loved, pumps from this. Oh, time. he loved, he talked about how he loved the, the back pump with the chest pump. And I love doing this. Like, superset your biceps with triceps. That one you're probably already familiar with. A lot of people do that. Mm. Apply it to the rest of your body. Do these compound sets, and it's very different than a traditional superset where you're doing two exercises for the same body part. You're doing two exercises for opposing body parts. And what's cool about this is when I'm working, for example, my bicep, when I'm squeezing my bicep, it is forcing my tricep to stretch and, and, and quote-unquote, relax, if you will. It's never, mm-hmm. it's never fully relaxed, but it's doing the opposing... Muscle, you know, muscle group, muscle movement.
3: We also threw in some fun stuff like running the rack, which uh, you got to talk about that. Which for oh, people sure. like me who has, I haven't done a whole lot of bodybuilder workouts, but I've done that before, and man, that that was gnarly.
1: Oh yeah, right strip sets, running the rack. This is when you're 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 lifting a weight and then you're moving to the next available weight and so on. I used to do this with uh, with laterals. That was one of my favorite things to do. Run the rack, and then curls was another one where you get like. 10 barbells in front of you and you go from one to the next to the next and the pump you get it's like an
3: event though when you're doing these workouts oh it's it's
1: it's it's the pump you get from it is it's advanced it's an advanced technique i wouldn't i would not apply it to anybody uh, unless they were advanced and have a lot of experience Um, but the pump you get from something like that is insane i mean i think it's important that we kind of talk about who this program is for because i want to make sure the right Mm -hmm. people get this program
2: you know? Right. Well, right away when I think of who who is it for, you have to be somebody who is super hardworking and dedicated. I mean, and and, and consistent. Uh, doesn't make sense to half ass a program like this. It's somebody who I would have already wanted to see being very consistent in the gym. They've already lifted for at least a year plus mm. uh, consistently before I would want to see them doing something like this. Very very serious about their training. I mean. That this
3: is the point where you're starting to schedule the rest of your day around your Oh, list. you're making sacrifices. I mean, you're going through and you're like, uh, you know, like looking at your schedule and realizing I'm not going to be able to do certain things because like this is my focus for a while. Right. You need to love the
2: gym. Yeah. You have to be that person that which is what I remember when we were first doing the podcast and we were maps and a MAP bulk was the only program and I. I felt compelled to share with people that, you know, I know we're talking about MAPS anabolic and it is for the majority of people, and it's our intro program, but currently where I was at in my life at that time, I'm in the gym seven days a week, because I love to be in the gym, and I like the routine of, like, having to be there.
1: And you took your body to a very, very, very high level.
2: Right, and so, and, and I started to modify things, which is something else, too, I want to get into about the program. You know, after we talk about the people who it's for, so those are, that's who it's for, right? Then who it's not for? It's definitely not for somebody who's lazy.
1: Yeah, and- if you don't like working out, if you're like, hey, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be in the gym a lot. Um, I like being fit, but I don't like working out that much in the gym probably not for you you're going to be in the gym yeah. a lot yeah if you're the person who love if you're
2: someone who loves like maps and a ball because of the the results you get for as little as you have to be in the gym it's the complete opposite right, of that. Right. i mean it's the the most amount of time that you could potentially be in the gym it's also not for somebody who's in their first year of training it just is not it's why we did not ride nope. it uh, in the first couple of years we even started the show Um, as much as I love training this way or I was at that point when we were on the show, we still knew it was just part of our integrity. Like, we're not going to put out something uh, before we do all these other types of programs that we believe most everybody should be doing first. So, yeah, if you're somebody who's within your first year of training, not the program for you. This needs to be somebody who has been training for a while, has scaled up their volume, that is ready for this much intensity in training, for sure. Right,
1: right. And when you think about it, too, you know, when you – start training and lifting weights and building muscle. A lot of what's happening is what's known as muscle hypertrophy. This is where muscle fibers actually grow, right? But there's something else that happens that's been speculated, and and, and we've seen this in animals, and we are pretty confident this happens in humans as well. We've done studies on people with very developed muscles and, you know, who've been training for years and years and years with high volume, and we do these muscle biopsies. And what we find is that not only do they have bigger muscle fibers— sometimes uh, they just have way more muscle fibers. The, hmm. the, um, the density of the muscle fibers and the number of muscle fibers is much higher. And sometimes they'll do these athletes with big muscles, they'll find the muscle fibers aren't even bigger than the average person. They just have way more of them. And this is called muscle uh, fiber hyperplasia. This is where muscle fibers actually split and become more muscle fibers. This is the holy grail of building muscle because when you stop working out, If you ever take a break and your muscles shrink, they shrink, and then you have to work out to build them back. If you gain new muscle fibers, they probably don't go away. You probably have permanently increased your capacity to build muscle. This could be one of the reasons why muscle, uh, what they call muscle memory, exists. This is why now at 40, I can I can stay at 200 pounds, relatively lean, easy as fuck. When I was 17, 18 years old, at the peak of my testosterone levels, after having lifted weights for. Four years. Remember, I started at 14. Right. To be at 200 pounds was a constant struggle, constantly pushing.
2: Or another great example I love to use is our buddy Ben Pekulski, you know, a guy that spent his whole life trying to build to be this massive monster, reached the pinnacle of that, and then looks back now, and he's trying to lose 100 pounds. And it's difficult, like trying to lose and he's trying to lose muscle. It's actually really, really tough for the guy. And when you hear the amount of calories he's eating and how low a volume he's training, it's amazing how much muscle mass he still has. that's but right it, 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 it speaks to this theory that I one hundred percent
1: absolutely. In. and so this is the kind of training after you've advanced been training for a while, you start to apply a lot of volume. So, and I used you know I would do cycles of this. I would do cycles of shit like this where I would work for three, four months. I would work out with the highest levels of volume and frequency and intensity um, that I could handle, you know, that was appropriate. And uh, after I would do something like that, I almost, I always felt like I'd move up a degree or two in my new permanent range, if that makes any sense. Now, of course, there's genetic limits, so I, I can't just do that forever. Obviously, if I did, I'd, you know, I'd be you know 400 pounds of, of muscle. But I did notice every time I would move my body to a new level. Where that became kind of my new baseline, and I think it was that hyperplasia that was happening. Mm. But that's been speculated to to happen from high volume, high frequency, and consistently consistency over a long period of time. Which brings me to something else. This program is the longest program that we've ever offered. Oh, this is <laughs> yeah. it is
2: this is the first program we exhausted our editors. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they were they were exhausted just. Editing and and it. shooting it, yeah, yeah. It shooting and editing it was 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 was, was bro- broke half the people uh. trying to just shoot the damn thing. I mean, it has 96 workouts in it. You know, most people, most shout out
3: to Sean and Brooke for going through it,
2: right? dude, 96 workouts in this thing, and it should it will last you five to six months. Now, what was fun about this, and what I really liked that we did, um, and it really uh, mirrors a lot of how I was kind of programming to, again towards the end. With how I would make decisions on like off days and rest days, and the reason why it's a a range of five to six months is this one wasn't like a, a week thing that we did before. So in the past, yeah, like we our, didn't
1: go by a seven day right, schedule.
2: right. We didn't go by a specific seven day schedule. We went by workouts that you need to accomplish. And there's a there's an option. There's mm-hmm. an advanced. Option And then there's an expert, super advanced option, which basically is the decision of do I rest two days in between the three workouts or do I rest just one day? So it's it's designed three workouts on, one off, three workouts on, one off, or three workouts on, two off, three workouts on, two off. And that is up to you to decide. And this is like why I loved implementing this was this is how I was in the gym 7 I was always in the gym 7 days a week but some days would be my active recovery or deload type of days where I wasn't lifting and training really heavy but I was in doing like mobility work so I think that's one of my favorite parts about how we created this is we actually integrated mobility into a hardcore, intense bodybuilding type
0: of workout. Yeah, those are your
1: deload days. So you know the split being three on, one off, or three on, two off, those one or two off days, you go in and you're doing mobility work that's both uh, helping encourage greater ranges of motion. This is important because what happens when you train this hard and this consistent, so if you're listening right now and you're advanced, you've been training for a while, um, or you're just hardcore with your training, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Once you push it to that limit and you're tiptoeing on that line, you can start to lose a little bit of your range of motion just because you're tight or you get a little sore because of all that that work. So you go into squat and it's harder to get deep like before because, again, you're tearing down a lot of muscle. You're rebuilding a lot of muscle. These uh, deload days that we have programmed in this program uh, are designed to uh, facilitate recovery but also to encourage Better ranges of motion so that you're not gonna you're not going to encounter some of those pitfalls that you get with the crazy volume and training program. How that. often have you
3: seen this programmed in? I'm just curious because like I know there's a lot of never. Uh, crazy programs never. out there never. That, never. I've yeah. never seen it. Nobody I've, does that. Normally right. what happens is somebody who
2: promotes mobility work and stuff like that are on the woo-woo side of exactly. programs. And it's all yoga, mobility driven, uh, athletic maybe some athletic performance type stuff but i have definitely never seen something that is geared more towards bodybuilding or sculpting the physique and then also including the benefits of mobility which was something that i did that was so different about my peers i remember yeah. speaking to all my bodybuilder guys and you know nobody was nobody was training mobility because we're bodybuilders you know it was again one of those things where We love to divide ourselves and put ourselves in camps that I'm camp bodybuilder. Oh, you're camp. No, there's some incredible benefits. Mm. uh, And I saw those. That was one of the things that I realized, like, wow, if I can learn to just pay attention to when I know I've stretched the limits of my body and instead of coming back and just doing the only thing that I know, which is lift weights and lift more weights, it's like, how about I go in and do some like active recovery and work on some mobility? And what I found not lifting those weights on those days actually promoted more muscle growth. Mm-hmm. And so that's the ultimate goal for this person that's sculpting or trying to build their physique is they want to build muscle. And so the, most people think that, oh, well, if it's an extra day in the gym, I mean, I want to spend extra time lifting weights because that's going to be not always. Mm-hmm. right Sometimes and most men definitely when you're running a program with this much volume, this much intensity the active recovery is going to be very crucial to the success of this program. It's
1: again, it's call it what you will. It's another hack to increase your body's work capacity, which you need if you're advanced to get your body to that next level. Now, here's something else that I think uh, that I'm going to love saying. When it comes to cardio, um, you know, we've talked about cardio ad nauseum on the show totally up to you. It's a tool you could use to burn extra calories. You can add it to any program. We don't program cardio in our MAPS programs. We don't tell you not to do it. Um, that's totally up to you. There's definite health benefits to it. And some people like to do it for the extra calorie burn. This is the MAPS program I'm going to tell you right now. Don't do cardio. Yeah. Yeah. You're not, getting, not only are you not going to need to do cardio, no. but it's going to waste your time. When you do this program the way it's laid out and you have good diet and it's appropriate for you, I want to make sure I say that, you're gonna get lean. You're gonna get very, very lean. And doing any extra cardio just gonna impede your body's ability to recover mm-hmm. and adapt. Stay away. This is a cardio-free, fucking get shredded and peak for your show or to maximize your 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 great advanced. Uh, you and know, let me physique. tell
2: you the the benefit, the health benefits that you get for training your heart, right? Which is what cardio basically is you're going to get that oh, in this yeah. program. Your heart's <laughs> going to be pounded. Yeah, when you're doing supersets and strip sets and drop sets and compound sets inside here on the second workout of the day, trust me, that heart is getting, <laughs> getting plenty of exercise and you're going to get a lot of pl- – plenty of benefits that you would get that if you were to be doing some list cardio. No, also.
1: this is cool because we have a lot of these uh, you know, kind of hardcore, consistent listeners who are like, oh, I go to the gym twice a day. In the a.m. I like to do an hour of cardio. In the p.m. I like to lift. Okay, instead of doing that, lift you're gonna lift in the AM and you're gonna lift in the PM. Right. No more cardio. Right. And in fact, what's gonna happen is the signal that you're sending is not gonna be conflicting. It's all build muscle, it's all right. preserve muscle as you diet. It's all about build, build, build shaping and sculpting the body. So I mean there there you go. Now the, the name of the program that really cracks me up. We named it MAPS PED. Right. Now we know what PED stands for, performance enhancing drug. It doesn't stand like it doesn't stand for that in our program it's performance enhancing design. But we did name it PED because this is about as advanced and hardcore as it gets, which brings me to something else. If you're an advanced individual and you're pushing your body really hard and you're somebody who also uses anabolics and you want to take advantage of the synthetic anabolics, a double split routine, probably one of the best things you could do. If it's appropriate for you, it'll blow you the fuck away in terms of, of progress and results. Uh, so I mean that's I guess pretty much it. Well, you got to think of the
2: you got to break down the phases for everybody so they. Know oh right, what that looks so
1: like. it's a four phase program. So phase one we're focusing on strength. So this is more of your traditional straight set lower rep type uh, sets. You're gonna be doing a lot of these compound heavy type movements to build strength. Although not all the exercises are really low rep. Um, some of them are higher rep. The ones that don't lend themselves well to super low reps like the isolation type movements. But the focus is on building maximal strength. The second phase is size. This is your traditional 8 to 12 rep type sets. The hypertrophy you know range that people like to call it. A lot of straight sets. So do your set rest. Do your set rest. Then you get into the fun uh, but also you know, going to kick your ass phases. Pump is the, the fourth phase. Here's your compound sets. Here's where you're working opposing muscle groups all in one set. This is when you're doing your bench press to your row. Or when you're isolating in your legs, you're doing your leg extensions to your your leg curls, you know that kind of stuff. Where you're getting a pump on both sides of your body, and then the final phase, that's peak. Here's where you're doing your drop sets, your supersets for the same body part, increasing that intensity. Right, you are squeezing as much blood into particular body parts as possible. Um, And I I do want to say this: if you're going, this is the program where you want to dial everything in. This is the program, and I don't mean just diet, sleep. Although definitely those dial those in. I mean, this is the program where supplements make sense. Well, this is
2: also where a lot of the recovery tools and the things that like we're not mm-hmm. like we're not always pushing people to do. It starts to make a little more sense. I mean, if you've got the funds to afford the red light therapy to get the cryotherapy going on to schedule your meals out in meal time, like, now it kind of matters. You know, you are put, you're put, pushing these extreme levels. And quite honestly, we just don't think that the majority of people need to be here. But if you've worked up to this and this is where you're at. This so is where it makes sense. This is where it does. Because, And I, I think this is where it's fun to start to uh, play with a lot of those things. Oh
1: yeah, this is where you can look at your supplements and be like, okay, I'm going to time amino acids You know, at this time of my workout. I'm going to make sure I eat my carbs right here and have my faster acting carbs. All the stuff that we make fun of that's splitting hairs, you're going to want to split hairs when you're following a program like this and everything is dialed in. This is, again, if you're advanced, if you love the gym, you love to work out, you've been consistent for a long time, um, and you think you can handle this, you want to take the challenge, you're like, no, fuck, I can, I can handle all this. Dial everything in and see exactly what your genetic limits are look like you also need
2: a commercial gym like this is recall requ- i mean that this we have so many exercises and how many exercises did we to- shoot oh, total adjustment
1: i think it's like uh well it's well over 100 like yeah. 150 or so yeah, yeah. You're, you're, there's a lot of uh, variety a lot of novelty a lot of giving your body different angles uh, different techniques could you do this with just free weights at home yeah, you'd have to get really, really creative and you need to mm. you're gonna have to modify That'd this program tough. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But ideally you would you would definitely have uh, you know access to the gym. But here's the thing. Think about it this way. Look, all of us have a genetic potential limit to what we can achieve physically. In order to hit that limit, you have to maximize and dial everything in perfectly. It's not for everybody, but I know some of you right now listening. You're getting a boner hearing me say that. You're like, oh, <laughs> shit. I want to see how far I could take Lady my genetics. Wood, right? I want to see the, the the max that I can squeeze out of my body. I want to see what I can look like and feel like if I dedicated months of consistent, crazy, hard workouts, diet, sleep, supplements. Well, if that's you and you get excited when I say that, that would be me if I was listening. Yeah. This is the program for you. Now, it is new. We're just launching it right now, which means – It's on sale, so it's $60 off its retail price. If you want to check out this program or you want to enroll this program, if you think you have what it takes, go to mapsped.com. So that's M-A-P-S-P-E-D.com and use the code P-E-D-60. So P-E-D, the number 60, no space, for $60 off. The $60 off promotion only lasts until Saturday the 27th, at midnight. Also, by the way, if you enroll during this launch period, you'll get a free MAPS PED t-shirt to go along with your program. So there you go. Try it out. Check it out. Let us know what you think.
0: Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com.